3: another edition of Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. I'm co-founder and your host, Dave Blackman, along with co-founder and uh, co-guest, Jacqueline Sanders. I'm
0: just a guest today. (laughs) Hello, (laughs) co-host. Hello. hello. Welcome, everybody. Tonight,
3: we are uh, privileged to have with us Mr. Derek Brown, President of BDPA Atlanta Chapter
1: 2014
3: how are you mr. Brown sir
1: I am doing great glad to be on the show most definitely
3: yes welcome everyone and stay tuned Uh, mr. Brown is going to share his vision uh, for the 2014 and the future of the BDPA Atlanta chapter so sit tight and stay engaged listen learn Launch and leverage. <laughs> That's something I picked up <laughs> just today. I, I put that out there. I, I hope that sticks. I liked it. But um, uh, so, Jacqueline.
0: All right, we'll jump right in. Um, just uh, very excited for those who attended in person. Uh, first of all, we had our kickoff last night, and it was a great showing. Um, the right energy in the room. Sometimes you don't have to have every seat filled, but those who are present are fully present. And that's what I saw last night. Saw so a lot of nods and head bobbing and, and, and some get up and go. And I hope some of those are listening to our show tonight, um, and we want to welcome you if this is your first time uh, listening to Technology Expresso uh, as well as visiting our archives. And we want to uh, encourage you to be engaged, but first of all, if you're on the telephone, you can press 1, and we can see you in our call-in queue, and if you just want to say hello, uh, or you may have a question uh, for Ms. Brown. And then secondly, we have a chat room open that's at technologyexpresso.com, and you'll scroll down, and you'll see the window so that you can just start chatting with us. And uh, Mr. Brown likes to pop his head. He likes to multitask, talk live on air, and also uh, answer questions in the chat room. And every now and then he, he cuts up, too. So you better stop <laughs> by that chat room see what Mr. Brown has to
2: say <laughs> on and off the <laughs> mic.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and then also we're always on Twitter as well, and uh, using hashtag Tech Grinders, that's T-E-C-H-G-R-I-N-D-E-R-S, and then we're grinding it out, and we're making it happen in 2014. So join us here as well if you have a question or a comment about tonight's show. So with that, without further ado, we're going to uh, jump in. And I have to say again, I'll sit on the air, you did a great job last night um, launching us into 2014, getting people energized, providing a lot of key information, and one of your themes is putting money uh, in people's pocket, and so we're going to definitely talk about that. Uh, But I want to start off with, instead of giving a long introduction about your credentials, I like people to introduce themselves. And one of the things that I want to key in on is that when you were uh, presenting last night, uh, first of all, you are never shy about, uh, you know, being bold, making bold statements. And, I, and that, I'm really impressed about that, that you stand by your convictions and, you know, you stand up. I mean, over the years you've been willing to eat a shoe, I think, and uh, now the, the President's Round, those people who stay tuned to hear what the President's Round is and uh, had something to do with uh, free drink for the the first uh, people <laughs> who arrived at the uh, upcoming Mixer, but you got to listen to get the details on that. Um, you know, h- committing to people, locking the job. And then something else you said last night, you said, I am motivation. And I, and I love that, too. So tell us about the, the man behind, you know, those statements and-, and even how you got introduced to BDPA and now find yourself in, in your leadership role.
1: Okay, so let let's, Let's step back to motivation. So I started to call myself motivation when over time people talked about my infectious energy, the fact that um, other leaders at Macy Systems and Technology would talk about how I'm always walking around with a smile on my face. And that's kind of interesting. I think I always had a a go-lucky, happy-go-lucky attitude. But, you know, often enough, you don't necessarily see yourself, especially when you're wilding out. And if anyone out there who takes the time to listen to this knows me from way back, they know that I did have a tendency to wild out. I was always energetic. So the energy continued to carry into my professional life. And that's how I am at work. I like to be engaged. I like to uplift people. You know, I have a very intense and deep love of technology. But at the same time, I guess, I'm not split down the middle, I'm a, I'm a symbiosis of those two worlds, people and engaging them and the technology that they utilize. So as we work in technology, it became my thing to help people succeed and, and get better at it. And one day I decided I was going to write a book behind that activity, and that actually it was an epiphany walking through a park. And from the book came a couple of uh, speaking engagements, and with people telling me at the speaking engagements how motivated they were, you know that, that, you know, that energizes you when someone comes back to you and they tell you, wow, you know, I'm motivated. You pushed me in. I wouldn't have done, done that thing if you had not said it. So I took that and I decided to make that a calling statement for myself. And it really became something I internalized when another mentor of mine was at a speaking engagement. And he's a very, very smart man. But he said to the crowd, I can't motivate you. He said, you have to motivate yourself. And I, I just, I can't be that for you. That's not my job. That's your job. I'll lead you, but I can't motivate you. And he and I talked about that afterward, because I do not agree with that at all. The fact of the matter is, is if you're an effective leader, and people tell you this all the time, they'll follow you straight the hell. Hopefully, they'll follow you out. But the fact of the matter is, if you motivate and lead effectively, they'll go in there with you. So I like to say that I am motivation. I can't sustain you because I can't do that as a day-to-day activity. I can't be there next to you all day and day. But what I can do is I can provide you with a little lift. I can give you a shot of energy to try and launch you out. But once you're launched out, it's up to you to take what I've provided and run with it. That's, that's what you have to do. And from a motivating standpoint... That's what I like to say I have to offer. That same motivation and the idea around the book brought me to BDPA. I think one of the first ones I ever attended was at Macy's, and it just so happens that our esteemed host, Seth, was running the program that day. It was around project management, and Jack, when you were at the front of the room, and you were talking to all the people around certification and PMP and taking the test and I remember looking in the room, and your, your words were powerfully motivating, and they, they were very much engaged. And you could look at the room and see how some people were definitely internalizing it, and some people were kind of taking it at a happenstance. I recognize some folks that would take what you got and turn it into something real, which kind of leads to the putting the money in your pocket thing that we'll get into later. But I saw you do that, and I said, and I don't know if I ever actually told you that, Jacqueline, but that was one of the motivating factors that made me want to come to BDP to see what I could do and help motivate people. And from there, one meeting turned into another and another, and then I spoke one year, and I think it was a continuing four, a two-year engagement, and the two-year engagement turned into a conversation with upcoming President Felicia Jones, who, as we jokingly have often said, she with a lot of us in the serving on the board But, you know, we put the joke aside, and I will say with all honesty that I'm proud and honored to be in a position. I'm glad you gave me the opportunity to be Vice President of Business Management, and that was where we became all more integrated together, working as a team on the board and doing a whole bunch of phenomenal things, from the uh, boot camp to the minority IT forum. All of these things were tremendous. We did all kinds of great stuff, and I'm only trying to build on that legacy, and that is my BDPA journey. I'm passionate about the organization. I believe it has a lot to offer. That's me. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. So, And, and you know, even someone like yourself that you have no quorums uh, about finding opportunities and uh, leveraging those, and, and you always talk about building a, a network. And you have found yourself in, in BDPA and found yourself in a leadership position. And, uh, and I just hope that others act upon as well that this organization is a great opportunity to leverage uh, different, whatever it is that you're trying to take to the next level. And uh, you'll hear next level uh, in context also to, like you said, one of our sister organizations. That Felicia Jones now now runs, but uh, that's what we're all about. And and with that, you know, you've talked about yourself. So the next thing I want to to dive into is share and refresh people's memory about BDPA, the mission, the model, and the career life cycle.
1: So BDPA at the national level has a motto. It's from the classroom, the boardroom. And that's the basis. That's, that's what we talk about. That's what we do. We want to take children. We want to help form them and engage them in technology and bring them along to the point where they are working in IT. And eventually, we'll find their way into the C-suite. That's the hope. That's what we try to drive towards. But here in Atlanta, we have a specific motto that the previous team, last year's board and, and Sharnice and Felicia brainstormed around and. They took a lot of observation and input from what we were seeing and what we understood to be core to what we were trying to offer when they came up with our own local model, and that's learn, grow, and choose. So who are we at Atlanta BDPA? We have a specific mission. We're a minority information technology organization dedicated to developing career-minded IT professionals through networking and education, trying to make the leaders and innovators of the IT industry today for tomorrow. That's what we're trying to do, that's what we're about, and that encompasses a lot more than just the technology aspect, and that's what this year is really going to be about. It is about professional development. We've done the boot camp, which we'll talk more about later, but out of the boot camp comes a lot of activities that we can continuously engage in over the course of the year. We can take our, the people who participate, who become members, take advantage, remember, membership has its privileges. We'll work with you on how to interview We'll work with you on your personal brand. We'll work with you on developing your web presence. We will work with you on how to effectively network. I like to joke when we say, you know, step out. Uh, how does uh, what's that Timberlake song that a lot of folks like uh, dance? Don't hold the wall. Well, don't hold the wall. You know, when you go to a networking event, step out. What's your elevator speech? What's your anti-elevator speech? How do you sell yourself? How strong are you, when you shake a hand, do you look a person in the eye? Do you know how to effectively sell yourself inside of five minutes? You know, what is your personal brand? What's your differentiator? If I go to the web, are you there? These are the things that we want to talk about outside of the technology, and all of that is around professional development, and you need that if you're going to do what I finally like to say. You know, we, we've been talking about this for what? a You, Jacqueline, you got a lot in the job. It's one of the things I put a guarantee around. If you do the things that I say that I've written down, I guarantee you a job. I'll eat a shoe. I will. I will boil leather and eat it if you don't get the job after you've done the things that I've laid out because I know you will get hired. And that's independent. That's, that's independent of IT. You know, it's an agnostic proposition. It's not wed to one thing. Whether you're in the health field as a nurse, whether you're a marketing executive or you're trying to be an accountant, or you're the next hot Java developer, you follow these set of principles and you bring yourself effectively, you can walk through the door with dreads as long as they're clean and well-kept, a crisp suit that speaks to an effective dollar value because you care and you know how to speak at an effective level and you don't necessarily go in there saying, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You will lost a job. You are presenting yourself in such a skillful manner that in today's environment you will stand out. These are things that BDPA wants to do going forward. As we tie all of that to the technology as well. We have superiority things that speak around some of the things that are differentiators and not only just IT, but overall technology in general.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. And, and one of the things is, and, and I know that there's some people that keyed in on both when we promoted the show and even at the, the kickoff this year, a thing that you also said. You said putting money in your pocket. And so some people are probably intently leaning their ear next to the phone, What is he going to talk about putting money in your, your you know, my pocket? And believe it or not, they, they may have missed, well, whether, and one of the things that you really get called is subtle. But we've been subtly talking about it, but sometimes you just got to make it plain, and that's one thing that you, you're really good about. What does STEM and BDPA have to do with putting money in your pocket?
1: So let's make it real plain. So STEM is Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. BDPA is about IT and professional development and uplifting individuals from childhood to adulthood and technology. How do all of those things tie to putting money in your pocket? Well, like I said last let's, let's first things first, I've got my money, but I'm not giving it to you. Uh, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not directly putting money into your pocket. What we're about with this, this effort is giving you the tools that will allow you to put the money in your pocket. In some instances, it may be a lot easier than you thought. In others, it will be hard. But on either end of the spectrum, it requires work. You have to put the work in. So if I introduce a theme to you like smart machines, you come to a BDPA seminar, you engage with us around that technological theme. how does that translate into actual knowledge? Well, let's go Google it. How much does a software developer and artificial intelligence make? Where do you go to get certified in that activity? What kind of seminars should you attend? What kind of books should you be buying? What kind of examples can you code on your computer at home to show and prove that you have the requisite skill set in order to walk into an interview and say, this is what I do. That's how we put money in your pocket. It doesn't happen overnight, but it does happen. If you engage in the technological things that we are putting out there for you and you do the right activities and you put a methodology in place, a plan that you can execute, then you will walk your way right into a bucket of money. You will have a six-figure salary you will get cash dividends, and it will center around that technology. Or even if it's not the technology, it may be in the field that you currently hold, but you've differentiated yourself because your branding is better. Your marketing is better. When you go and talk to people and present yourself, they see something different than what they saw before, and you stand out from everybody else that's trying to do the same thing. And because you do and because you you garner that attention, and you do the right thing, well, now, all of a sudden, you're the person that earns the money. You get the bonus. You get the higher raise. You get the accolades. You don't, they, don't, they don't just come to you, but you earned it. You put the pieces in place to grab hold of that money and, indeed, put it in your, in your pocket. So that's what we're talking about. Yeah, we'll, we'll put money in your pocket by giving you the tools necessary to be the kind of successful individual you need to be in today's IT market. And we will open the doorway for you so you can walk through it and be successful in tomorrow's IT market as well. And if things shift beneath your feet or move fast, well, in this instance, what we're trying to say is we'll teach you how to think critically so you can adjust appropriately. And you will have built an effective network, and you will know how to extend that network so that, how do I say it, build a network, leverage a network, create an opportunity. You will always be able to to find the next opportunity. It will be out there in front of you, and you will have the opportunity to choose whether you want to go in that direction or not because you have the skills that are necessary in you know order to stand on your own two feet and grab that dollar.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, you're you testifying, and, and we, we all here are, we're speaking from experience. We're not telling you what we heard or what we read. We are all actively in the IT industry, uh, have, have just our, ourselves, have leveraged the network, uh, have built our brand. Uh, that includes Technology Expresso. That includes um, Lost the Job, as well as uh, the, the other avenues in books that you've written. So we all have put into practice. So we're living examples. I often even say Technology Expresso, our radio station is on-call mentors. We're right here on the phone. If you had a question for us, you could call the show, and we'll answer your questions. We're online. We're tweeting between shows. You have a question you ask us. I can tell you what I know. I can tell you what has worked. And, you know, just to reiterate what you said is that, you know, VDPA, in some cases, you know, our message can benefit People, whether or not you're a techie or not, don't let, you know, sometimes we let the opportunity pass us by because we think it doesn't apply to us. You don't think that you're IT. You don't think you're you're part of STEM or science, engineering. Or, you think that's not you. Well, and, and you pointed this out last night, and, and we could even tell from last night's audience, we had a lot of, there's a lot of support that are in non-technical roles that support that are part of the project team in technology. Mm -hmm. Um, And what people don't know, which they can pick up just by, you know, being a part of a BDPA, is how do I get into some of those non-technical roles around IT? That's the message also that has to get out to people, that there are transferable skills, there are soft skills, project management, business analysis, testing, relate there's even recruiters. You gotta have recruiters in an industry that's growing as fast as our professional recruiters. And so you know, sometimes what you think doesn't apply to you, that's what you need to be listening and in tune to. And and that's one of the things and one of our messages, you know, the, the whole thing, show me the money well we're trying to show you the job market of the future is STEM related. So You need to get STEM engaged. You need to get stimulated. You know, how else can I say it? But, (laughs) you know, you got to get that. And, and, And those people who are listening, if you've got it, you need to give it to somebody. You need to give that message, that word to them. And even if it's listening to one show, if it's attending one event, if it's just attending a meetup, just to just after work to somewhere to get away from traffic for a minute. And uh, I think, you know, our, we have one coming up next week. Next Thursday, uh, Atlanta BDPA, and, and Derek, I'll let you, you kind of fill in the, the blank.
3: But how, before we get started on there, um, I also wanted to say that will be a joint event between BDPA Atlanta and Technology Espresso. So Mr. Brown has offered up. Uh, I'll let you uh, speak to that, Mr. Brown, and I'm going to follow that up with a little something.
1: So I'm going to put it out there. I said it last night, and this is a little bit of an enticement, of course. Everyone who knows me well enough, as time has gone by, I still like a good cocktail, a a, a nice drink. And I like good people, and I like good company. So I'm going to time box this, but we'll have what we call the President's Round at the Crown Revenue at Center. It'll be after work. It's just a little social. We relax. We relate. We release. We don't necessarily get serious. Unless once we're sitting down in the venue and someone wants to go down that path and have a very strong conversation around a topic of the day, we entertain that. But the whole point is just to get us together, just to relax, you know, unwind from the day and enjoy each other's company. So that first round, if you get there within the first, I don't know how many specific minutes, it is entirely up to me. I make the decision, I choose, I decide, I will be buying that round. I might even buy another round, but you've got to get there. It's going to start at 6 o'clock sharp, and we're going to run it until we want to go home. I might leave a little earlier than everybody else. It all depends upon the load. But we're not – the whole thing is this is no pressure. We want to relax. We want to relate. We want to release. And, again, like I said, if you come in there early enough, I'll I'll buy your uh, after-work libation. If you come a little later, I won't. (laughs)
3: <laughs> Absolutely, and and Technology Expresso is going to be there as well, and we're going to be a, this is going to be a tag team event. And Mr. Brown, after you buy that first round, the second rounds on Technology Espresso.
1: How's that? Well, there we go, that's how we do it. <laughs> that's, that's right. right.
0: <laughs> uh, that's what's called being a partnership and being committed. You know, we'll talk to them later about commitment levels. Uh, but let, let's continue on So just putting that little filler out there Come out, talk to us You know, just to relax And, and relate and release and, As we said last night In the uh, slide deck But um, that's something that we do but before, too with yeah. We can be very serious Before, before oh, we yeah. move on,
1: Jacqueline on, absolutely. Before we move on I, w- I wanted to go back I wanted to go back I wanted to talk about Um, in my mind, individual leadership in terms of how we talk about things that are outside of technology, what you were hitting on so pointedly that we're big on professional development and those soft skills and that they're translatable. What I just want to reiterate for everyone is that with each year that goes by, you have to start looking at yourself, whether you're vocal or not, whether you like to sit at your desk or not, as a leader. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you're a project manager or or a dev dev leader, a guy that codes and manages uh, the creation of a portion of the application for two or three other other developers, or that you're a test lead, or any of that. What we're talking about now is that you have to lead yourself in a much more intense and diversified environment. That means you have to be ready to think outside the box and engage and some of the soft skills that in yesterday's work environment you didn't have to worry about. It is no longer traditionally acceptable, and I say traditionally because time has gone by. It is no longer traditionally acceptable to sit at your desk and mind your own business unless you want to stay static. As, as always, we have choices in life. You can decide to lead yourself into obscurity and oblivion and sit in the corner and honesty, in time, as the economy ebbs and flows, you might find yourself at the bottom of a development ladder and get worked out. That means when times are tight, if you perform at the bottom of the ladder, who's the first one to fall off? I don't need to clarify that for you. This is clear. But if you are a leader and you're growing yourself intensely and you are trying to be the best you are, whether it requires you to lead others, then you will rise to the top. And you have to be thinking about that. And if you look at, some of the lists for trends out there, especially with what employers are looking for. One of the main things employers are looking for with people coming out of college or whether you're in transition is critical thinking skills. And those of you who know me know I'm big on critical thinking. So this comes down to how you think, how well you think, how is your ability to leverage your cognitive skills, what kind of effective questioning do you ask, how do you go about your methodology. You have to be a critical thinker in whatever profession – you decide to be in. You have to have your mind geared for that, and that's applicable whether you are a developer or a project manager a tester or, in all honesty, you drive a truck. These are the things you have to be thinking about in tomorrow's work environment. I just wanted to add that out there, Jacqueline, because I think it's incredibly important. You know how big I am on critical thinking skills.
0: Absolutely, and, and, and thank you. And jump in at any point in time. You know, and, and, and I even dare say even to my entrepreneurs, I, I often uh, meet people, too, that they, they find themselves, well, I'm, I'm ready to get out of corporate America. I want to start my own business. My whole mentality is, is while you still have that steady paycheck, you can also be developing yourself um, on, on the, the company's dime, so to speak, and by that, and, and I don't mean on their time, but while you're still getting that check, you need to be practicing your leadership skills because all of that's going to apply when you start your business. It, it's simply it's similar to what you said. The same person that doesn't want to raise their hand, that keeps all their ideas to themselves, never goes out on the limb, never, you know, um, applies themselves fully, but then they think magically it's this, a switch is going to flip just because they start a business. That shouldn't be the time that you start. Start testing out your leadership ability. <laughs> apply it, test it, refine it, because it, it, it's not just always innate, you know, the, the whole working the politics, understanding people, working, you know, and, and I don't want to steal your thunder, but you even talk, working with a difficult boss. If you can master that boss, you're ready to master any customer, client, so on and so forth. You can translate what you learn and apply it, and, and that's something that no one can take away from you. So you can come, whether it's joining Atlanta BDPA, and glean from any one of the messages something that you can apply on your job today, on your business tomorrow. So it, it, it's all in there. It, it's in there like that That's spaghetti sauce. It's in there. You come in, and you come in there ready to, to <laughs> soak it up. Um, We've we got it lined up. I mean, am I right or am I wrong?
1: <laughs> you are dead on right, Absolutely. <laughs>
0: And, and so, you know, with that said, we can let, let's start drilling down a little bit because you've got a full calendar of events, and, and and even if we don't make it through the whole calendar, even just talk about what is January, February, March. What does it look like for Atlanta BDPA?
1: Okay, so like you said, we we've got a, a jam packed year. It's a a lot of activity. There are a lot of activities. It's a, it's a I'm trying not to say burden. I need a much more positive word, but, hey, I, I can't complain. I'm passionate about it. I put it out there. The board still it back, but it's still a lot, and I think, I think it will add value. So in January, we had our monthly kickoff last night. The high school computer competition kickoff is, is this Saturday at Morehouse. We are now partnering with the AU Center, Morehouse in particular. They're going to be the Home for Our Sites program and the high school computer competition, and also ACE, and let me break that down. ACE is Advanced Computer Education. sites is Student Information Technology Education Scholarship. That's the particular program that DDPA offers. Each chapter has it. That's our whole initiative around trying to get our youth engaged. So Morehouse is going to be our home. Uh, Kickoff is this Saturday. And if you're listening to this show before Saturday and you know some kids that could benefit from computer exposure, STEM, and, and let's be honest, we all do because that's, kind of, that's part of what we're trying to say here. STEM speaks to every job of tomorrow. I say that emphatically because it's, it's a fact. I don't care what field you're working in. Technology is going to touch it. But if you can think of a child that would benefit, please send them our way. We were just talking about this today, Josie and I, and even though the kickoff is this Saturday, I'm trying to declare a milestone date for like you would do at a college classroom, late sign-up, you know, but if you can only go so far because for the computer competition in particular, it's a rigorous schedule. You have to compete locally and at the regional level, and then all of the education takes place to develop the application you will present at the national conference this year in Indianapolis where you will compete with the other chapters, across the nation to design an application over the course of a couple of hours, and the best application wins. There's money that goes with it. We want to make sure that message in particular gets out. I was talking to Josephine, our site's director, about that. We need to make sure that everyone knows that there's a cash prize at the end of this rainbow, too. If you compete and you win, you get money. We know money is very important, and you know, it's not the end-all and be-all. It doesn't make you happy, but it certainly does facilitate some level of success. So for those trying to go to college, get engaged, contact us. We'd love to put you in the program. If you're a parent, please bring your child. Do, you know, just get them engaged with us. That's, that's what it's about. And um, moving on for the rest of January, we've got the casual meetup next Thursday at Crown Ravinia. And then we have the Saturday seminar. Now, we're trying to do something a little different. You know, we have more than just a monthly meeting. We're doing the meetups where we casually discuss items of import and, you know, whatever we want to talk about in a relaxed environment. But on some Saturdays, what we're going to be doing is hosting some seminars. Now, the Saturday of the 25th, I'm going to do that one for free. It's about the shifting of your brand relative to technology and your ability to network. Um, I don't know how else to put it. It will be to your benefit to come. There's a lot to offer. We're going to teach you how to get it done, how to get off the wall, how to put your presence out there to be differentiated and called upon in order to do the thing that will essentially put money in your pocket. This is what you want. This is what you need. And we're going to do it for free. But the seminars will not continue to be free. Membership has its privileges. You must join BDPA to be a part of the things that we are offering. I cannot stress that enough. We are the best organization that you have never heard of in IT, and we are perfectly willing to help educate you whether you are in IT or not. But again, membership has its privileges. So on the 25th, we're kicking off seminars that are going to be incredibly important for those of you that want to go out there and lock your job, whether you're in transition, lock your next job, whether you're trying to leave, or lock your career path if you're trying to grow where you are. We are going to bring a considerable amount of experienced bear. who will share these stories with you, and we'll go through actual exercises so that you can see exactly how to get it done. We'll do it the right way. We'll do it the wrong way. We'll do it the wrong way, and then we'll do it the right way again. And then we'll make sure you leave with the appropriate message internalized and you are armed with the tools necessary in order to achieve your success. And then the last thing to round out January is the ever-important activity of trying to raise funds. So over the course of the year, at least once a month, the board has committed to trying to do a rally show at a corporation throughout the city. So we'll be at Georgia Power at the end of this month telling them about BDPA, all the things we're trying to do, why some of the people that work there should come to some of our programs because it will make them better employees, better associates. It will grow them. It will help their kids. All of these things we are bringing to bear in the coming year. So that's January. Um, in February, we'll be volunteering at the Atlanta Food Bank. We'll let, also let
0: be uh... – go ahead. No, let, let me jump in because I, I just want to reiterate a few things because we're right here in January, so it, it's, it's, you know, off and popping. So jump on in wherever you fit in. But one of the things I also want to talk about, you talked about doing the road show and, and the first road show. Um, I, I think you said Georgia Power was that?
1: Yep, Georgia Power.
0: That's awesome. And and one of the things, those people who are listening, or if you know someone at Georgia Power, let you know talk up BDPA if you were a former member because we want organizations paying for your membership. We want them to see value, and and we do already have corporations that pay for their um, um, memberships for their employees. So talk it up, talk about if you whether past, present that uh, you have been a part of BDPA or know about their programs and and what we do for both young people as well as professional, you know, adults, as well as bringing um, and and, um, what we do with our interns as well. We place a lot of interns, they've come through our uh, different programs and got coaching uh, and we plan on doing a lot more of that through our boot camp and your organization can benefit from them. So that's how the roadshow, that's how you can help us on the other end of the roadshow. And I dare say, I'm, I'm speaking on your behalf, uh, Derek, but if you would like to invite Derek to, to come to your organization to talk about BDPA, maybe have a Lunch and Learn with your managers and uh, executives and, and uh, a lunch with your group, uh, reach out to Derek because we've got a full calendar, got. 12 months here, and we're going to be making those rounds to those different roadshows. And if we have to double up, Derek, I'll jump right in, and, and I'll take a couple of those roadshows myself.
1: Excellent, Jacqueline. You know I appreciate you. But I do want to reiterate that the, the point that you made most, most specifically. To your point, your corporation, if they see the value, they support plenty of organizations. They will, they will support VDPA. And once we come and do the roadshow and we show the value, then that that adds additional weight to the argument. The fact that you're working at ABC Corporation, and if you join BDPA, your membership pays real dividends that you can bring back to the organization, that you will be a better associate for it, and you can spread those ideas and, and themes and utilization of tools on the teams that you work on to make your overall bottom line that much better. The projects that you deliver is that much better everything that you do that much better. So be considerate of that, the fact that your company may be willing to support you in your membership in BDPA and anyone else you care to bring along. We are looking for help. We need more people. So please, folks, be about it. We need you.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. So let's talk about the month of February.
1: So in February, we're going to start off with a volunteer activity. We're also a community service organization. We're going to go to the Atlanta Food Bank. Now, I don't know if anyone out there has volunteered at the Atlanta Food Bank before, but it can be a lot of fun, and you get a great deal of gratification by knowing you're doing something to help your fellow human beings. What we basically do is we go there and we pack food. The Atlanta Food Bank operates to a large degree on volunteer service. People come and they take the food that's there and package it and box it up appropriately for shipping to various locales throughout the greater metro area, and we'll be doing that on a given Saturday, so be on the lookout for that. We'll also be conducting a brainstorming session on our big end-of-year event, which is the Atlanta STEM Forum, tentatively named. It's a pilot program, and, and we'll, we'll get more on that later, but it's pretty heavy duty. It's It's a big deal, and we are really trying to get people together to put our best thought around that program so that we can do the right thing for the people who get engaged, the kids and their parents. This is it's a big it's a big, it's a big under, uh, undertaking, and I'll be honest, I said it last night, I didn't think it's the kind of thing given that we're a small volunteer organization we could do, but people have been positive, and we've pulled off small miracles before. And if we're successful in marketing ourselves and getting you folks out there to volunteer, then I think we can pull it off. So that's what we're driving towards right now. It's the beginning of the year. We'll have to see how things play out. Then we'll do another roadshow, and then um, we'll have our monthly meeting at Macy Systems and Technology where Myra Brown will be doing a presentation on the business of being professional. Again, this is a differentiator. The fact of the matter is you want to have a very serious conversation around image, and this is not image in terms of celebrity or the fact that you need to look a certain, uh, hat, wear a certain amount of makeup and, and dress like you're on TV or be a certain weight. That's not the message. The message is whether you are a certain weight or you don't wear makeup or what have you, how can you look good and professional and put forth a strong positive image that not only reinforces what you put out there but reinforces yourself. But see, the fact of the matter is, is when you're in a corporate environment and you feel good about yourself, people see it. It resonates. In fact, like I was saying earlier, that I walk around with a smile. That had an effect on the people who worked with me. They, you can go look on my LinkedIn page. I didn't ask them to write those, those uh, testimonials. They did it of their own accord. And a lot of that is because of the kind of person I am and the image that I put out there. And often enough, that has to do with what you wear, what you do with your face when you bring it into the work environment. And
2: well, let's be honest,
1: whether or not you comb your hair, you know, we may laugh about it, but these things can be very serious they can have an effect on your career, and more often than not, they do. So Maya is going to be talking to us about that in a two-part program. She'll be doing a presentation on that in February, and I highly encourage you to uh, all to attend. Again, it's a, a departure from the things that we've done before. It's a differentiator, and the hope is that it will engage you guys appropriately, and that you will come and you will see that it adds value. So that's the month of February.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. And let's just march right into March. What does March have in store for
1: us? March is going to be a fun month. We'll do another meetup. The President's Round is there. got a road show. I'll do that. We haven't determined which organization we're going to visit yet, but we'll get that locked down. We're hoping to try and work our way into Coca-Cola. Well, I've leveraged a few of my contacts, and if uh, you're out there and you're listening and you happen to work at Coke, please tell somebody that's in charge that you would love to have BDPA come and present. So we're trying to line that up. Uh, the monthly meeting is going to be the tech superiority theme of mobile applications and their application. I'm lining up a speaker now, and, again, it's not going to be the kind of briefing or a seminar where we have you sit down and you listen for an hour to someone kind of babble. You know, we, we really want to upend it. We want to change that. We want it to be more engaging. And we want it to be, at the end of the day, a little bit more than just passing around a couple of things for you to play with. We want you to play, but we want there to be something more intense in terms of dialogue, and we want you to walk away with something that you can use. Again, it's about putting money in your pocket. So what are the certifications? Where are the places you can go to get them? What kind of books should you be reading? What kind of group should you be joining outside of BDPA? Because we're not about hogging you. We're about your success. So if you should belong to the Wireless Technology Forum or if we tell you that you should go and be a part of Women in Technology or what have you because we know this will further your career, we want to be that organization. We want to say that these are the 15 things that coming out of this event you should have on your to-do list so that you can, because you like it that much, be working in tomorrow's field for mobility that's what we want to do and that's what will come out of that seminar and finally we'll have a saturday seminar on honing your interview skills we'll line that up we want it to be an exercise and not a talking engagement so folks will come it'll be a, like a small breakout of what some of you experienced before if you have heard us talk about the boot camp that's the kind of thing it's going to be on a much smaller scale because we're still going to do the boot camp later with next level technology foundation But we want to give people as many opportunities as possible to hone those skills. We'll be there for you if you care to come that Saturday. And, again, this will by then be the third one. Join BDPA because we will be charging.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff. I mean, that's just the the first quarter. And, you know, but one of the things that I I want to say to those who are listening to Atlanta BDPA, um, I don't want you to think that, You know, of course, we're talking a lot about professional development, about your soft skills, but we still, we love our techies, we love our technical folks, and there's some technical topics that we're going to be hitting and hitting hard. What I love about even last night's, uh, you know, kickoff is that even as I sat there, you know, I was hearing the the new buzzwords, what's going to what's coming, not just what's here now, because even last year, Atlanta BDPA has been really strong about staying ahead of the trend. And that's why a lot of people, when you hear or see organizations with like Atlanta BDPA and you have technical people who whose careers have been successful and flourishing, one of the thing about the IT industry, It's always moving and changing. It's just and a lot of people can relate to that because if you have a cell phone and and, you know, your plans are changing every two years and even the style of phone is changing, can you think back to what your phone looked like even 10 years ago compared to today? So if you can imagine how fast even phone technology changes, that's our careers. That's how our world is. Everything about it is constantly changing. So the hot buzzwords, you, first you hear them as a little rumor or a murmur. The next year, you know, then everybody's talking about it. And sometimes by the time everybody's talking about it, it's too late. And by next year, it's old. It, it's, it's past news. And so it's funny because last year, we were talking about big data and we were into big data you know now everybody's kind of talking about it we were already there now you know we're on and talking about you know wearable technology uh 3d printing you know th- you know the things that you brought up the smart machine and and, and that i was i kind of bdpa cuz i'm listening for what's the new thing that people are talking about and if i don't know what it is then I'm going to do my my homework, my research. I'm going to be engaged in listening. And it's just for, again, well, I will never be, you'll never find me programming a smart machine. That That's not me. I'm not the one. But if I'm having a conversation or if I hear people talking about it, you know, sometimes just being able to be a part of the conversation is important. Know the terminology, um, you know. That's that's what the exposure does for you. Um, And then by exposure, and I say this to mothers and aunts and grandmothers, and, and, you know, if we're exposed to it, then we are that much more capable of exposing our young people. How can we expose our young people? How can we start preparing them for the new job market, which really isn't the job market of the future. It's the job market of now. Um, you, you're so close to missing the boat and missing the train. Absolutely, absolutely. You you have no idea. We mm-hmm. you know Derek, myself, and even David, we're twenty twenty five thirty years in almost. So and we were we were at the very beginning. The, the wheels weren't even on the track yet. And so now at this point in time, people are beginning to get it. And, and there was a comment and, and Derek that that you you talked about. You know we see other people. Making sure their children are steering in that direction, raising the next technologists, the next innovators, the next entrepreneurs. Um, not just playing the video games and playing with the gadgets, but building and designing and figuring out what's next.
3: Absolutely. What well, yes, what this country is good at is creating consumers. Uh, they put the products out there, and constantly through every. Type of media is creating consumers. Well, BDPA and Technology Expresso is looking to break that mold. We want to create innovators. That's what we want to do. So stay with us, live, learn, and leverage technology to become the innovators, the builders of what's next, the, the, the future, tomorrow. Artificial intelligence has reemerged. And with wearable technology, we are technology.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and, and, you know, it, it's reemerged, as you said, with a vengeance. And every time now, now there's a hybrid cloud computing. And, and I, again, I'm going to reiterate that parents, aunts, grandparents, uncles, you need to start having the conversation. You need to be exposed, and, and that's why you can be a, attending even some of the, these topics. These types of topics, don't shy away from them. Lean into it. Sit with it, some of the stuff, you know, but if you absorb even a tenth of it and you can take it back and talk to young people or expose them in such a way that it excites them, um, you know, that was, as a matter of fact, my mission for Christmas this year was to make sure that my nephews um, had games and toys that sparked their interest in, in innovation um, that's what I want to do. I'm planting the seeds as an aunt. so we all can take part in this in different roles and, and, and responsibilities, but you gotta be in the mix. you've got to be there and that, and that's what part of the being the, the BDPA and the Atlanta BDPA membership is is all about. so So Derek, I want to give you a chance to um, to talk about because you did your homework when you put the schedule together, and, and you've got some really good stuff for, for the the, the techies. So if, there's, if you want to hit upon some of that as well.
1: Yeah, well, it, it really is just an addendum to what you and Dave just so strongly stated. I mean, the fact of the matter is, and that's why we want to focus on doing the STEM form at the end of the year, we have a cultural issue. And it's kind of funny when you go there, I I encourage critical thinking and I ask people to to look wider and to consider perspective. So on the face of it, when we start talking about parent engagement and visibility and getting someone to not only play with a PlayStation but figure out how to not only design but develop and code and then logistically manufacture and ship a video game, we, we come up short. You know, we look at that and go, well, well, what do we do to fix that? You know, we've got to push them into school. Okay, so then the answer becomes you tell them they've got to go figure out how to do math and that science is important. Well, I don't like that. First of all, they've got a real big problem with being told. So if I tell them that at BDPA I'm focusing on four things around what I call technological superiority, that's the proliferation of artificial intelligence, smart machines, and all the things we have in our hands in our home, the fact that you will be able to go to Best Buy if they don't go bankrupt in a few years and buy yourself a 3-D printer so that you can print your own toys or conceivably with the right kind of chemical mixture print food, you know, whatever. The fact that right now mobility is exploding and everything that we're developing needs to be able to be consumed on a handheld device, of some kind, tablet or phone, whether it's some kind of analytic reporting, big data analysis, or just video, you know, or whether that information exists in a public or private cloud or in a hybrid cloud where securitization takes place and is appropriate and locks down vital assets but shares applications and some pertinent data with a public cloud so that everybody can access it, while at the same time, the corporation that implements that and maximizes efficiency and minimizes cost. You throw all of that out there, and it sounds great. It's hot. At the same time, what I'm saying for Atlanta BDPA is these are the things we're focusing on and who will put money in their pocket. But at the end of the day, for a large population out there, minorities in particular, ethnicities of which we don't necessarily need to name because we know who they are, they hear that and go blank. They just stop. And it's not about pushing them into it. It's about explaining it in such a manner as to open their eyes and ears and they get it. We have a cultural problem. We are, as Dave said, consumers. We're not producers. Some of us are. Like you said, Jacqueline, you, know, and then you said that, and I actually paused. I turned around. I'm in the office by myself, and I was like, who is she talking to? I've, I haven't been doing this for 20 years, have I? <laughs> actually, I have. <laughs> wow, time goes by. Like, yeah. yeah. i got time for yeah. this thing. But That's right. The, the thing is, yes, yeah, plenty yeah. of it, but the thing is, we saw that a long time ago for whatever reason, and we went down that path, and we, are happy, we all happen to be a part of a network of people of the same ethnicity or minority group who recognized that and pushed forward and succeeded and did it in such a fashion as to give us the winner all to do it for others. But we still haven't engaged fully in the solution to get everybody else. So, like I was mentioning last night, there's a study out there, and you know, once I'm done looking at it, and I'd like to meet the professor. I mentioned that to you folks. She's local, an African American here at Georgia Tech, has a thesis. She did a study on why black kids play video games but have absolutely no interest in developing them, while whites and Asians play video games and want to know how they work. Now. They both group both groups want to win the competition, but for some reason, the black kids want to win the game and then move on to the next game. Or they envision the competition at a level where it's Madden, and I see myself on the field eventually. Or if I don't, I will, you know, I will continue to play a video game. Or if I have a little bit of ambition, I will sing or rap because you know I can spit white hot fire or if not, I will play basketball, or if not, I will play streetball because I can't get an NBA, but I can still clock dollars, and clocking them tax-free is just what I'll be about. I will, I'm, I'm a hustler. I'm a hustler. Okay. You know, with a, not E-R, but H-U-S-T-O-A, you know? We've <laughs> got a cultural problem. We have a cultural problem. It's a marketing problem. It's an image problem. Y'all heard me say this last in a while, but you remember I made up a term for that. It's called... Media-driven consumer celebrity. It's where the factors of manufacturing and production and marketing come together to facilitate exploitation of the consumer at the behest of profit, the bottom line. So basically what you do is you send a message out there so that people consume. Now, that's how our economy works, and we want it to be that way. But we also want an economy of critical thinkers so that you have more people who are producing and innovating and creating new things. Plus, there's the fact that we can't keep going on like this anyway because it's unsustainable. So we want the minority kids to become producers. We want them to figure out and to have the hunger that says, how does that thing work? And we want them to innately understand that just because they are who they are, that door is not shut to them because this is what a lot of them think. If I can't play on the gridiron, then there's nothing there I can do. Well, like I said last night, you can operate a camera, If you are one of the folks who are doing that camera, you're making six figures. You can go by your bins. And as all of you remember, which was so poignant when Roland Martin gave an off-the-cuff keynote at last year's national conference, he spoke to what BDPA should be, and that's what I want us to do locally. Our mission needs to be STEM. It needs to be changing the mindset of our kids and our parents, that technology isn't just for certain people and that only a few of us sneak over that it's for all of us, and that we can be producers too, and that we have ideas, we can innovate. And even if we don't innovate, we can participate, and we can participate at a level that's productive. We add to creating something new so that when the kid plays the video game, not only does he want to know how that pixel got on there with such a high level of resolution that it looks like you could almost touch it, but that he wants to innately understand how that came about, and he's willing to take the time to go figure out in his parents All her parents foster that. They're like, okay, what you're going to do is you're going to join this organization. We're going to put you in a high school computer competition. We're going to get you kind of hooked up with a couple of uh, folks that can be your unofficial and official mentors. And over the next few years, we're going to get you guided down to some AP programs. We'll start to pull down loans and scholarships and grants and get that stuff highlighted for you. And then we'll help you navigate the Byzantine environment of the college application process about three or four years down the road, and we will get you in college. And once you're done, you will come out, and you will have the job of your choice because you're passionate about it and you love making stuff, stuff that adds value, stuff that changes lives, stuff that innovates, stuff that motivates. It's a cultural thing. I can't say that enough, and I won't stop saying it. Like Dave said, it's about visibility. It's about imagery. It's about what we put in front of our people. We've got to change that. I don't care if you still want to carry pigskin and run up and down the field. If you're not meant to do that in the NFL, do that on Saturday with your boys. But Monday through Friday, go cold.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And, and you know, when you talk about, the, you're absolutely right. It, it's it's such a misconception, and and even some of our our models here with Technology Express on at the beginning of the year, I. Uh, I sent out a a tweet, and you'll see it from time to time, and I said, you know, first of all, you can call me nerd, you can call me geek, but you can also call me paid. You're not going to call me broke. That's one thing you're not going to call me. So call me what you want to. Kids, young people got to get it. If you're going to be scared away by some little, you know, um, um, title or label, then you're leaving money on the table. You're You're leaving it at an early age. You could start now, and you could be way past where I am. So that's number one. And then the other thing is, again, we're on the inside. So we're telling you from the inside. And one of the things, um, and and I'm not even the only one that has said this, but actually people who would enjoy IT and technology and what we do, I'm going to describe them. And some of the young people, and and as parents or, like I said, aunts, grandmas would say this to young people, Technology is a great career field if you're lazy, if you like to break things, if you like to fix things, and if you're very creative.
3: Or if you're introverted. It
0: could, if you're introverted, absolutely. So if you got a young person that's maybe any one of those five, lazy, they like to break things, they run running around the house breaking your stuff or fixing stuff, okay, are they the ones when your phone's not working or you need to... Um, program the remote control, you're handing it over to that young person. Uh, If someone's introverted and they're really not a people person, we can find roles for you in IT. But let me explain a few of those. When I say uh, if you're lazy, a lot of people in IT create things because they're trying to get away around some of the mundane, repetitive stuff. So they come up with programs and let the computer do the work for you. That's where the innovation comes from. A lot of people I think are just lazy. If if I was doing something, even as simple as in a spreadsheet, and I can come up with a formula and have the spreadsheet calculated itself, I'm going to take the time to program that spreadsheet instead of doing it over and over. I'm, in a way, I'm just lazy. I'm just trying to get out of some work, okay? So what young people can relate to that. Number two, creative. All day long, we are trying to create and fix and come up with solutions and The problems, I always say, all the easy problems have been solved, but now things are getting more and more complex. And that's a lot of times if you like to look at something and like puzzles and like figuring them out, if you like detective work, I'm I'm a part-time detective as a business analyst. And and then let me talk about the other one. If you like breaking stuff, that's what testers do. They take, the, the programmers are writing the code, and the testers are trying to break it. But I always say we're trying to find the, the breaks and, and fix them before the customer does. That's, that's a whole career there, and I'm in a successful career. So it's really ironic, and, and, and I, I just say that as examples to your point there. It's how you break it down and explain it to people, you know, because otherwise it seems like that IT stuff, I know you got to do math, and I don't like math. Well, if if math is on, there's so much more to IT and that other career and positions around IT, You, you can, I always tell, even when I talk to young people, you know what, college in general is only four years. You've got the rest of your career and you don't have to take another math test if you don't want to. But, you know, sometimes you miss opportunities because it looks like hard work. I
1: didn't
3: like math. I, I didn't like math, and I needed math to count my money. That's right. <laughs>
2: and you so, know, you and know it's, it's
1: real funny. It's, it's real funny because with the math thing, it, it, you, you, a lot of us, we don't know if we like math or not. Now, all three of us, I think, are in agreement. There was plenty of math we didn't like. In fact, the only math that I really thoroughly enjoyed was one particular class at UGA. And it was integral calculus. I didn't like the derivative calculus. By the time I was taking combinatorics, I was pledging. I about lost my mind. I, nah. I, I don't like calculating trajectories and, and nonsense like that. And I don't like math with nothing but letters in it. I got a problem with that. But the fact of the matter is is it, 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 it broadened my mental horizons. It stretched my mental horizons, it was necessary. And like what you were saying, Dave, I needed to count my money. Now, some folks will find, because they, they just haven't been engaged in it, but they'll find they actually like the mask. Just absolutely, need
0: absolutely.
1: to be inspired. That's it. Exactly.
0: And even, and I watched it, and I say this to parents once again, um, even within our own uh, family, um, my young nephews, math is getting to that that point where it's becoming challenging. And one of the things that I make sure that I talk to to my family about, don't say he doesn't like math. He hasn't found his style yet. Math sometimes takes a different study pattern and style, and you have to find this style. And as parents, help them find their style. If you go out, on the Internet and Google, it's different learning styles. Even as adults, there's learning stuff. You don't have to label. You're not necessarily ADA, then You don't need medication. It's just, what's my style? Yeah, what's your
3: angle? What's your, what's your yeah. angle? Mm-hmm.
0: And, and a lot of times they need something that's relatable, mm-hmm. and that's where, and again, I went out and looked for the toys that he could relate to Um, in and, and, and playing games, what
3: yeah. is it the meatball game? <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh speaking of that. Uh uh what you, what is referring to is as 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 kids um uh, I uh, my one of my kids was having trouble with fractions and one night I made spaghetti and I broke down a meatball into a half and then the quarters to teach uh fractions.
0: And, and so, they still <laughs> talk
3: about this. And they still talk about it today. But but uh I was trying to say, you got your nephew a robot, yeah. and while it looks to be fun on the outside, actually, you're teaching him how to program.
0: Right. He had to program yeah. the remote control and and the different moves. I mean, there's a book he had to read, um, and, and that, that was part of my, my my ulterior motives. Little did he know. I just got to keep him stocked in batteries for right. the rest of his life. <laughs> but. Right. But but before and I know our you know, we we're just having fun and kicking it and um, you know, that's that's how we do, you know, we're the the BDPA family. But and there's so much that we could say to our audience. We thank everybody that joined us and, and again we we actually have someone, um I, I see someone I, I the last we did is 2092. Um, I see a question mark by your name, so I'm gonna actually open up your, your mic here. Hello, who's on the phone with us?
2: Um, it's actually Tasha Hurley. How are you? Hey, Tasha. <laughs> how are you? <laughs> I've been sitting here listening and really enjoying what I'm hearing. Um, of course, Derek Brown, um, we go back a long time um, to UGA, back when I was Tasha Kinnebrew at the time. So um, all that history, yes, I do know. And um, I, I'm just excited and from working um, with Jacqueline for many years, and and, and David now as well, um, it, it excites me. And we, my husband and I, did a program a while ago. And Jacqueline knows. Even last night, we were up to ten forty-five working with our oldest son. And it's just about turning kids on to learning and, and figuring out their style, and just the opportunity for anyone who's out there to partner up with any um individual as these on the phone. It's just a golden opportunity. You have no place to go but up. Um, I enjoy, as Jacqueline knows, um, mentoring even with our interns that we've had um over the past summer and over this past uh, eight or nine months on our project and um it it just it just it excites me because I I believe that, you know, we spend so much time um, watching TV and our kids are sucked into that um, celebrity status and want everything to come easy and the instant gratification. And, you know, like the saying goes, the only place, you know, where um, success comes before work is in the dictionary. And if we can just teach these concepts, it's just a different language and turn kids on to it. Um, I just think that think you just open up the whole world for our youth, and then for anyone who's on the phone. And Derek, you know, we were talking about this a while uh, a while ago, but um, about when you spoke to introverts and people who are afraid to speak up or whatever. Um, you know, there are ways to get um, those personalities engaged as well. So um, I, I just celebrate all the individuals on the phone and. For all those who are out there who are listening, you just have listened to a golden opportunity. I can speak from personal experience. So, just happy New Year to everyone, and I'm just glad to sit in, and listen, and be able to provide a few comments. Well,
0: I, thank you, Tasha, so much. It's, it's an honor for you to to even uh, uh, spend the evening with us. I know you've got a, a full plate, and you know, and 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 also, you know. I'm going to be, y'all going to hear from Tasha again because uh, Dave and I might have to take a little bit of leave and the, the Hurleys may be sitting in for us. So so get used to that, that silky voice right there. We're going to have you back, Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Let
2: me know. <laughs>
1: well, I just want to thank Tasha for taking the time to say that, and that, that was great. That was, that was really great. And I just want to add to the point that she was making about introverts because, again, we, we know a lot of us in IT, we, we don't want to extend ourselves. And that's what she and I were texting about a little earlier. But it's a different world, and we're not asking you to stretch too far out of your comfort zone. But what we are promising to do and what we can do in these development courses is give you the skill set necessary so that you stretching out beyond that desk in tomorrow's world, the world of today actually, is a little, a little easier, a lot less painful. You can know how to relate because innovators or some of our greatest innovators are sincere introverts. They learned how to overcome it to a very large degree. What we want to be able to do for you is give you the skill set necessary so that you can overcome it enough. So that you reach critical success for yourself, that you're passionate about what you're doing, you feel good about it, and you experience a minimum of discomfort. One thing a lot of folks don't necessarily know is that a lot of salespeople, a lot of top networkers, they're introverts. They get over that by doing it again and again and again and again, and they don't necessarily thoroughly enjoy going out there meeting new people and trying to build a sale, they become good at it. Well, imagine if you were in your field, at your career, and you only had to pick up a little bit of that and you knew how to do it well. You could push yourself away from your desk and engage just enough, just appropriately, to make a differentiating key factor come alive for you so you can further your career down the road. That's what we want to do for you. It's critically important, and I'm certainly glad that Mrs. Hurley brought it up. And again, to to Jacqueline's point, so, Tasha, we're looking for you to stand in and and, and make some of this stuff happen, and participate in BDPA. You need to put that mind and that voice to use.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely,
3: absolutely. Uh, everyone, stay engaged with Technology Espresso and BDPA Atlanta Chapter. We are not here to pay you. We are not here to give you fish. We are here to teach you how to fish. And that's what we want to do. We want to give you the tools to get out there and get your own fish.
0: That's right. Get your grind on. Absolutely. Hard work. Uh, uh, re- I-, I love what Tasha said. She said the only place that success proceeds work is in the dictionary. So you've got to apply yourself. But, um, and- and- but at the same time, you know, and as we said, even last night in the room, love seeing people say, I love my job. That's something that I say whenever I go someplace. I love my job. Now, Tasha, she, Tasha, I know I, I hear you in the background, even though your your mic's on mute. But not every day, you know. Thank goodness we have each other to lean on each other uh, at work. And, and then there's those tough spots at work. But by and large, I see the forward progress. I see where I'm making a difference. I see where I get to put my creative energy where. Um, I'm, I'm heard and, and, and seeing the results. We are just coming off of a project that's successful, and they're lining up the next one, so we must have done something right. Um, and it's just nice to know that you have marketable skills. When you put your resume out there, people are responding to it. As a matter of fact, they're looking for you before you put your resume out there. Then you know you're doing something right, that your job, you know what you're doing, that that you're respected and you're feeling. That's, that's what a lot of people want want to feel in, in their space. And this is what I said even last night, is that's why coming to the BDPA meetings, engaging, even listening to, through our archives, you'll hear uh, Derek on many of our other previous shows, so, so please tune in to our archives at technologyexpresso.com, um, as well as stay tuned because Derek will be giving us regular updates right here on the, the radio as well. But that's how you get energized, refill. When you have a bad day at work, don't make it, you know, don't, don't take it out on anyone. Just come here, get energized, get that, that positive energy. And, and find that, that thing that helps motivate you. And if it's Derek Brown, as he says, he is motivation. He can motivate you. Just, just really listen to uh, even tonight's episode. But I have to say, we've we burned through some minutes here, Derek. <laughs> and I know it's after <laughs> a little bit of work. But I, I want to say a few tidbits to our, our listeners out there is that do visit atlantabdpa.org. Um, stay engaged, look for the calendar and the posting of the full slide deck. There's, we didn't go through all the material. There's, there's a lot more material about that. Atlanta STEM Forum, a three- to four-day program for students and parents, 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th grade. Um, there's going to be more to come on that. You want to stay tuned for that. And um, even talk about TI, uh, the, the rapper, or Louis Chris, you know, I'll just put that tidbit. You need to go on the website to find more about that secondly get your membership up to date get your you know get 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 it right get your membership right okay um, the membership is a hundred dollars and for that that means you're on the mailing list you'll know when these programs are happening we'll contact you we won't let you miss these events you don't have to check Twitter or check the website and then look back and say oh I missed it you will be on our mailing list that that's That's the first level of engagement. Then the the second level of engagement is join a committee. And, and, and Derek, I think that you you are very cognizant of how busy people are. You're busy yourself. uh, Buckets overflowing. You you don't have to attend every committee meeting, but just showing up where you can. um, We need those members, too. But we also need the next level, the next level of membership, that means taking a leadership role. Start exercising your, your leadership role in, in one of our, as our committee leads. We've got several committees that are open. And then getting fully engaged. That means getting a part of our strategy, buying into what our goals are, and being committed, not just within your committee but across committees, to make this happen, even engaging at your job and engaging other people, bringing other people in. That's our highest level. All of that is is packed into our our presentation. But, Derek, uh, I definitely want to let you kind of give us some closing words, you know, some of the things that you really want to resonate with people. We've got some big goals for 2014. You've got a great strategy and great program, um, but we need people's help. So I'll I'll let you kind of take us home, Derek.
1: Certainly. Thank you so much. Well, I'm going to make it real plain. The fact of the matter is is you just said it. We we need help. And I think if you all take the time to listen to us tonight and hopefully internalize it, what you'll get out of us is a sense of passion, a desire to help, a recognition that there's a task out there that needs to be done. And Atlanta B D P A is about doing it. Now Jacqueline alluded to the point real uh, clearly, quite clearly. Over the course of this year, I'm not asking you to break it back. I'm not, not at all. We've got an action-packed schedule. The folks on the board, they they support it. They took some stuff out of it, and Jacqueline has always been there. In fact, I learned about she said my bucket's overflowing when we met. They were, and she admonished me to cut back. She taught me about the six buckets and how your life, from family to work to dreams and passions, should fit within a, a given framework. And I've endeavored to do that for the last two to three years. So I recognize how everyone has a life. But with the schedule that we've laid out, what I'm asking you to do is take the time to join Atlanta BDPA and do something.
2: I'm not
1: asking you to even show up at every monthly meeting. I'm not, I don't necessarily... Want you to do that. You got a life. What we're going to try to do is continue to leverage the platforms that are available. We're a technology organization. We'll continue to be doing Technology Expresso every month and sometimes every other week. There will be connection points. You will be able to go out there and get the information to give you what you need. We will desire and make every effort to keep you appropriately motivated and engaged. And hopefully, out of everything that we're presenting over the course of the year, you will find something that resonates with you, and you will want to help us on that one thing. Hopefully, that will be the thing that drives you, and it will lead you to a couple of other things. And maybe you will participate in more of the seminars, but you'll be focused on doing that one big thing. And I'm going to put it out there from a personal standpoint. I'm hoping all of you will hopefully make that big thing in the Atlanta STEM Forum. We, we will need a great deal of help around that effort. And the fact of the matter is, is it's critically important, not just for those of us who are passionate about IT, but the very future of our children. And I'm not trying to make that sound overbearing, and it's not a trite thing. It's a serious thing. We know that technology will run the gamut, the full spectrum of everything that is done tomorrow. And our children need those skill sets, and they have to believe that they can attain them. And the one thing that they're missing that can change that access, disability, a message that resonates. So Atlanta BDPA is about that message. We want to put something out there that resonates. We want to be able to speak to them in their own language. Now, Jacqueline just alluded to the fact that in our um, presentation, we speak to local luminaries. I talk about TI. I talk about ludicrous. What we're basically talking about is the celebrity mentality and those that we tend to look up to whether we don't respect them or do respect them or just love their music, the fact of the matter is is they are out there and they are in our faces. And because they're in our faces, we want to work with them to spread the message. And that's what they can do. And that is becoming an entertainment mecca. We want to be able to leverage our entertainers to help those who have no business entertaining. I mean, I, I can't say that any, any plainer, but we want folks to see that, this too can be true for you. And if TI is telling you, I know in all honesty that it might resonate with you to a large degree than, you know, if I said it. You can rap about it, and you can start singing it, and you could possibly believe because in every other refrain, you're talking about doing math. Then all of a sudden, not only are you rapping about the math, but you're doing the math. You're learning logic. You're understanding conditional. And you understand what it takes to put a conditional and nest it within code how to process loops, how to build interfaces. You understand interconnectivity. You start to fully grasp what happens in a wireless network, and that energy is all around us and that it's talking. All of this is no longer beyond you because you got engaged in something that blew your mind wide open, and all it took was four days, three or four days, maybe even one, someone touched you. And that's what we want to be about in Atlanta BDPA now. All of those things that I just said, in my mind, are pretty lofty. And again, you know, over the course of the, the last few years, I've come to learn that, you know, you have to be circumspect about the things that you do. But circumspect and balance does not mean that you deny yourself the dream. I often hear, way more often than I feel I should, that we do not, be about, we do not need to be about the business of solving world peace. Well, I take that advice with a grain of salt, because I, um, I just don't get with that. I don't. I think every last person that gets engaged and trying to do something positive needs to be about world peace, damn it. Yeah, solve world peace. With everything you try to do, solve world peace. Now, the fact of the matter is, we hear it often enough. If you reach for the stars, you might just touch the sky or the mountaintop. So that's the whole point of solving world peace. You may not solve world peace. and all odds, you won't, but you will do something, you touch somebody, you'll make a change. And that's damn important. If you touch one kid, and I touch one kid, and Dave touches one kid, and Jacqueline touches one kid, and Tasha touches one kid, it's kids. And those kids will touch other kids, and they'll tell about it. And all of a sudden, you turn around, and you got yourself movement. movement, And the movement will be around change. It'll be around technology. It'll be around STEM. It'll be around the fact that some people will start to do math and they will thoroughly enjoy it. Those folks will be your next mathematicians and high-end philosophers, and they'll be thinking about cosmology and world theory and trying to figure out when the universe has started and all kinds of stuff that's way beyond my ability to discern outside of a science fiction movie. Then you'll have others who will do the math and adequately pass and be like the three of us. I don't need to ever do that again. But it will lead me to my pot of money, and I will pick that money up, and I'll put it in my pocket. It will be my cash, and I will have earned it, and I will have done that because I have the skill set in order to do it, to get it done. And they will have picked up that skill set because they were exposed. They were told to believe. And all of that could very well have started because one of you said, you know what, I'm going to try to solve world peace. I'm stretched, stretched goal. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to join Atlanta BDPA, and I might be only able to participate in one thing, and that one thing may be the STEM form. I will show up. I will be an example. I will let kids see me. I will guide them through facilitation exercises, and I will walk them over to the Coca-Cola booth, the IBM booth, or the Microsoft booth, And I will let them see that an Xbox just isn't a thing that you play. It's something that someone designed, built, manufactured it, they put a price point to it, they did metrics around it, they analyzed it for cost, based the sale price on it, on revenue projections, ran some business models around it, put the logistics in place and the distribution model together, and then started a marketing campaign. They put a whole thing around it a whole bunch of great minds, and they were part of that activity. So that when they sit down on Thursday or Friday night with the boys, and they pick up the stick, they say, you see that right there? I did that. Now press X, Y, Y, and move the thing left or right, or however they do it. I'm, I'm used to Atari joystick, so this new thing is kind of beyond me. But you get that secret thing, and their name shows up on the screen. They told us that. How hot is that? How hot is that? And all of that comes from a little bit of visibility from solving world peace, or at least attempting to do so. We're trying to be about these things in 2014. That's, that's the bottom line. So I encourage all of you to join us. And Jacqueline, Dave, that will be my final word.
0: And thank you very much. And, and not much to say after that. Everybody just stay tuned. We're going to get our tech grind on in 2014 and uh, continue our partnership with Atlanta BDPA and BDPA at large. We invite the other chapters, come on, give us a call, and we want to hear what your plans are for 2014. But with that...
3: Absolutely, Jacqueline. And as we started the show, when we kicked off the show tonight, I mentioned listen, learn, launch, and leverage, and every one of those words were spoken tonight. Derek spoke about launching. He will launch you to where you need to be with BDPA Atlanta Chapter. We will do the same here at Technology Expresso. Visit our archive, www.technologyexpresso.com. You'll find all our social handles there, links to BDPA Atlanta Chapter, and everything else. Our full library of shows includes those of Mr. Derek Brown, our very own. So thanks for joining us, everyone. Stay with us.